Hello everyone and welcome to the Connected Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology and anything else that feels right. I'm Sasha Arusu, Senior Planner for the Ted Department at Mediacom. Hello, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And our guest joining us today is Michelle Yin. How are you, Michelle? I'm good. Great to have you join us. Michelle Yin is the CEO for Mediacom China, where she's been working for just over a year now. Within her role, she continues to lead the trading and commercial divisions to enhance operational efficiency, as well as developing strategic capabilities of the agency. Michelle holds extensive management experience spanning over two decades at consultancy firms, multinational advertisers and other media agencies. She previously worked as the CEO of Havas Media before deciding to rejoin Mediacom. Michelle, lovely to have you on the podcast today. And we ask everyone that comes on the, on the podcast, with everything that's happened over the last year and a bit, how has it been for you, not only on a, on a personal level, but also with work? Um, yeah, last year, uh, I think the last year has not made, not be the most perfect years for most of the people. But for me, uh, there are lots of change. I would rather say it's a year of, uh, you know, the COVID and all the things. It's a year of magic in terms of uh, there's lots of the changes that have been go through. So um, for the first three months, because of the COVID, China gets the whole country get locked down. So we pretty much stay in the at home for three months, and we we'll think we are the first market to ever do that. Mm-hmm. Then in April, I left to have us with media and rejoined MediaCom, and uh, that was in the the first change in the year and uh, take a different role and also knowing the old people and get to know the new people familiar with the the ecosystem again so and also throughout the journeys there's also lots of uh, uh, changes in media come to China so I have been chance to taking over different covering different roles uh, during the years being the commercial head again and being the Beijing office uh, head to to cover the business growth and also the rebounding of the market and lots of the clients is also coming back and with a new request trying to understand and also um, towards the end of the year and we have been successfully deliver our target and even though we're in a very tough situation. So lots of change, lots of new things, lots of learnings. It has been a really rich year, I would say. Um, Now, it's been a year where we've all been, you know, had to summon up resilience, right? Yeah. Are there any experiences that you'd point to in, in your career to date that that gave you the skills to make that happen? Yeah, the resilience. <laughs> that's uh, that's what we have, all have to practice last year. And also I think it's uh, I think my background is uh, is different from most of the agency people mm-hmm. here, uh, the agency leader. So I actually started my career as a uh, Financial professional in a in a big uh, firm, and also being in the financial business partner. Then I transformed uh, from the client side and transformed to be in the you know sales and marketing operation people, and from the client side and from China to US and then back to US. So majority of my career is uh, is a is a client side is. Uh, 
in the sales and the marketing group, but uh, from the different functions and from the different view and the worked in both China and U.S. market. So I think the um, the flexibility and the open minded is very important when you dealing, especially today's world after the COVID. There's still lots of uncertainties. Just today, Shanghai got another case, and we all need to be prepared. And we don't know when it, this whole thing will finish. We maybe never finished. We just need to deal with all this, all these uncertainties. So the ability to adapt to the changes, to learn new things, uh, to be be flexible and being resilient is very important. And that also, uh, to my career path, I think I'm the lucky one because nowadays, because the 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 market. The economic and also the advertising environment is getting more and more complicated. So being a generalist and have the ability to transform from one function to the other functions, from one market to the other market, different role is very important. So I'm the lucky one. That's super interesting. That kind of flexibility. We should say as well that because um, we haven't, I think we haven't said that that you and I are both on the Global Belonging Council together, and that again, this yes. is one of the series of our featuring the um, people on the GBC. Um, Sasha, next question. And sticking on that theme, what exactly does belonging mean to you, and how important is belonging within the workplace? Well, I think very simple for me, belonging meaning the people to feel safe. To be themselves, yeah. To be where you are, what uh, where you what what is no matter what is your background, uh, what is the skin color you have, and the, what is your gender, whether you're rich or not rich, whether you're coming from a big city or you're coming from a small town, they all feel safe and confined in the place in that environment or organization, and that is very important. So and also tolerance difference and actually appreciates difference. What do you hope to have achieved by the end of this year? Uh, you know, for work, um, mm. we need to deliver, deliver our target. <laughs> sure. So that's a very straightforward uh, uh, answer. But also for the more achieved by this year, I think we also have in the plan laid out to transform the agencies to meet the clients, uh, the growth needs and uh, in China market. So uh, because of COVID, but luckily we're back to the rebound uh, situation and uh, yeah. the life is getting normal here. But also after the very depressing years, so clients want to invest, want to grow and want to get back to the the, the growth mode. And uh, they become very performance-driven. That's a reality. Yeah. They yeah. become so very much want to have an agency, not just the media agency, but a business partner. Nowadays, we hear this more and more. In a way, is uh, they want us to be the partner to help them. And also, the also what they're trying to say is, uh, um, what you have done today is not enough. And uh, we're also facing the local market competitions. So in China, that uh, uh, the local advertiser, local brands, is uh, now becomes the, the big spenders and the innovators. And their mindset and their 
book of that playbook is very different. We need to accommodate with this environment. So, so we need to develop that uh, uh, traditional is not the FOIA agency like Mediacom is good at in this environment and uh, um, develop the performance, which means our process, uh, internal process need to be very agile and we need to compete as a new type of a talent in the market. And those talent could be very local driven and speak different language from us. Um, and also that uh, we need to uh, really focus on the data solution. Nowadays, the data is pretty much everything. And uh, that also posed in a different type of a SP client leaders that we have, client leaders, uh, now we want them to be an expert or journalist, uh, or we depends on the client profile. So that is all tough questions. But uh, mm -hmm. by the end of the year, so we want to build the in-house performance capability. That is one thing. And the other thing is we have an uplifting our data uh, talent capabilities and the more closely work with Group M on the solution and also interaction solutions customize for us, our uh, big client. And we also want to win big client. That will be a good game changer to drive those uh, efforts and the capability. And my personally, um, work-life balance? Okay. Um, no, actually work-life effectiveness. Mm. So I like the term of uh, uh, work-life effectiveness rather than the balance is because mm. the balance definition is Different from different people. What you really should be chasing after, should be, really should be, um, be the goal is what is the most effective point for you. So mm. somebody thinks the balance is like a, um, like eight hour work and the mm. uh, rest is all life. N nothing should be intruded by the, by the work, but somebody willing to work 10 hours in the, the, most of the satisfactory. So I think for me is one thing is um, when I would like to find and sustain mm. that effective point. No, it's very good. Moving on to the questions we ask all of our guests. What is your favorite line from a poem, song, or a book? Well, you know, that's a tough question. So I, by nature, is not that kind of a person uh, that read a book I can remember, oh. <laughs> a movie that really, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit like an engineer type of person. So, but uh, I do like one statement. I don't know if that were from some book or somebody told me. Um, I think that is about the being successful or the whole life is the marathon instead of a winning point. So I think what the implication for that is, uh, so uh, during the life, during your career, you can have some win or up and downs. And but if you put into uh, the big horizon of the whole life, so that probably is not the most meaningful. Uh, it's really about that you being persistent and running to all the way to the end as long mm -hmm. as possible. It's not about that you hit the goal for this wait, year. Wait. You are better than, than your peers, than your high school <laughs> classmates yeah. or not. So I like that very much. So, I, I mean, this is also good for the mental health. Every time so you feel disappointed, you feel being behind, you just tell yourself that. <laughs> it's a marathon. 
Brilliant. Yeah. So my favourite question, if you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I put in a magic circle to summon you? Please, not your phone, because everybody says their phone. So we're going to we're going to assume that you've got your phone with you. What is what five commonly available objects apart from well, I would not put my phone because if I get that first question is whether that phone have a 5G or not. <laughs> um, I will certainly put my Kindle. And yep. because I, I read a lot, I need a lot of book. Uh, mm-hmm. I will take my camera. So what, this what is can the, I, what kind of things do you read? For, um, is this work reading or fiction or? Uh, I like reading. Um, so the work reading I do. Um, I read a lot of a work like those kind of, uh, you know, how to improve your leadership. What is uh, yeah. the marketing today marketing 3.0 4.0 whatever yeah. and also i read uh, lots of uh, i do read i read uh, i don't know what you call a detective i love that's my favorite that's my yeah. that's my that's my i read workbooks and i read detective fiction yeah detective so fiction i would the, love to hear who you think is good uh Agatha. i big fan really oh uh, <laughs> fantastic yeah the queen I, I, yeah, uh, uh, Agatha Christie. I, I'm a big fan of her. I read every every book that she wrote. Um, I, 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 I really, I, I prefer Miss Marple. Can I just ah, say that? I'm just gonna get that out there. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, and uh, so this is what I read. I yeah. would take my camera. Uh, I developed this. Uh, uh, I have developed a lot of aspiration for this hobby since COVID-19 because I stayed at home and uh, luckily I have a yard. Uh, nothing I can do. I cannot go out. So I think yeah. maybe I should uh, take the picture of this COVID, this special period, how the season mm-hmm. change, how the people uh, lock into and, you know, this empty street. Then I get stuck to it and uh, yeah, I have to be honest, I spend a lot of money on the camera and the lens. They are expensive. Oh, they my God. Expensive. <laughs> they are expensive. Could you tell us what kind of camera? Because we have to be able to get this camera. What, what kind of camera you'd like? Yeah, Sony A, uh, A7R4. Good. All right, done. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also uh, a pair of high-performance running shoes because you, you need yeah. to run. Um what else? What else? Uh, um, a black little dress, just in case. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what else? What else? Um, um, yeah, I I don't know. Any food? Any favorite food? Oh, food. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's not behind you as well. Chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. Good mm. chocolate. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yeah. Mm, Brilliant. Black chocolate. Good. Yeah, because excellent. Little back dress, dark chocolate, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your single best skill? My single best skill. Um, I I don't know if that is a skill, but um, I have a just thing that I can very quickly put the thoughts together. And then make the whole story. And when I talk to people, uh, so I just, in my brain, I, uh, I can pick up the dots 
and I can quickly link to some other people's um, conversation, the dots together, and get to the story. Most of the time, 90% of the time, the stories, it's true, it's valid. <laughs> no, that is certainly so. What would you practice more if you had the time and the space? Um, I want to really learn and the musician, the musician, musical, musical instrument. Uh, you know, uh, the Asian parents, they are so into that, you know, push the good academic performance and the kids need to play piano, violins. And uh, my parents did that to me when I was a daughter. And uh, I play a little bit of piano, I play a little bit violin, but they are all terrible because <laughs> I couldn't last. So violin to me is like a making an ugly noise. I cannot make it better. And the piano is like so heavy and, uh, you know, I'm, I, I wasn't very good at it, and I wasn't very interested. So I, yeah. now, when I get to this age, I think if I did invest mm-hmm. my time and uh, really learn how to play in the instrument, that will make life, you know, uh, colorful. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it it could be a good thing, good aspect of the the people. Would you enjoy life. it though, Michelle? Would you enjoy it? I mean. I learnt the piano as well, and I uh, I have no intention of ever picking it up again. <laughs> well, I think that's the problem. If I will pick up one, I will pick up a piano. You know what? Because uh, I'm not sure how much talent I have. I probably have no talent. So you need to pick someone that you can just play, even though a very simple tone. Yeah, still, I feel violin. Still good. Good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, before yeah, it. Violin, if yeah. you don't know how to play, then that's it. It's a nightmare to your neighbours. Yes, but but piano, you're right. Brilliant. Where in the world, real or fiction, would you like to live and why? Um, I uh, not fiction. If I can choose, I want to be a member of Avenger. Avengers. Oh, fantastic! No, it's Mark not Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Not uh, about. Uh, it's not about that uh, I want to have a super superpower or something. It's about uh, just like the way it is. So you find a group of people, they're super cool, super cool in a different way, and you have this uh, call for mission, uh, calling. You have this calling. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you work together. Sometimes you, 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 you fight with each other, some, but you still love with each other, and the Capability is a complement with mm. each other. So mm. that's, that's like a dream team. So the team is doesn't need to be love each other all the time. Right. It can be sarcastic. They can making jokes. They can eat together. Sometimes they can, they, they can go off and uh, do some their own things, but they complement to each other when they, yeah. then when they work towards in the goal. Mm. <laughs> what did you say? Sorry, Sasha. I was asking if you had to choose a superpower, what would oh, yeah. it be? Uh, I want to, I want to, I want to have the ability that can read people's mind and the, yeah. the vision that can influence people. I think yeah. that's the most powerful superpower. So if you mm-hmm. can fly in, but really get the people to, 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 to do 
the goal you want to do to see what you can see. You want them to see it's really superpower, but uh, just make sure don't abuse it. That will be dangerous. <laughs> what about you, Sasha? If you had to pick a superpower, probably similar. I think something along the lines of wanting to read people's minds or maybe to be invisible whenever I wanted to. And I guess one of the normal <laughs> but not in a creepy one. way. Not in a normal way, not in a creepy way, of course. Just wanted to not be seen and, uh, you know, view the world in a certain way. No one, no one else can see me, but yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, uh, the question you cannot prepare for. We take it from um, the School of Life um, conversation starters, mm-hmm. and I'm holding up three cards, A, B or C. Which one would you like to pick? But they look exactly the same. Yeah, they look exactly the same. You can't see the difference. B. Just B, middle one. Um, And it says, what is the most surprising conversation you've ever had? What is uh, the most surprising conversation? Um, I I think it's back two years ago when I, uh, in Intel, I joined as a finance. And one day my finance uh, manager Ask me if what I want to do marketing insight in the operation. And I was so shocked because before that, um, my whole life, I, I had a major of finance in college mm. and I have a major in finance in graduate school. And all my dream is to be in a CFO. And, uh, and uh, I think everybody view me as an, a finance person because yeah. I do compliance and do numbers and uh, so. I never really think that somebody can see me to do marketing operation, to do business. So I was shocked. I said, uh, um, are you sure you're talking to the right people? And the logic behind it is I'm good at number. So that person think the marketing insight is about numbers. I probably can help. But uh, it's different. (laughs) So, but... um, Okay. That's a surprising conversation. So it was a big career moment, yeah. Yeah, a career development. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and uh, but I think I it, it, it's the it's that reflection point to yeah. the, so if somebody sees something that you never have in you, what you should respond. Yeah, and uh, I do struggle a little bit because. Uh, if I do that, I could fail. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. finance is viewed as a very good, safe job for for, for female in China. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't have any academic ed- education. So the natural answer is I want to be in a CFO. But uh, yeah. I, I actually, I didn't know why. Joe <laughs> said, I can try. Um, but I think that's the best decision I ever made. So that's pretty, and you had to be brave, but also what a good boss. Yes. Received yes. something like that in you. I mean, that's not, that doesn't happen every day, right? That, that yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, boss can promote you, can think that you can take some additional project uh, task, but uh, ask an accountant to be in the marketer. <laughs> that's yeah. not usually happen. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much. So good class. to talk to you. <laughs> Likewise. Speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.